All right, Trevor Mack, how you doing? Not too bad. Writer, Not too bad. Director, Red Bull, Crashed Ice, All Star. I saw that video, by the way. Oh yeah, that yeah, the sick. the qualifying. You got up. You're like the when you got down on the ice and you slid back up. That was impressive. Yeah. And you got first. First place. Yeah. So then, where yeah. where was it actually at the tournament? The so that was the qualifier, and that was at the the Richmond um, Olympic Place, and okay. then that qualified us to the World Championships in Quebec. That's awesome. Yeah, or that year it might have been um, Niagara Falls, but or it's all so like you went like downhill, like you did the actual like slope in Quebec, or yeah, all? yeah, the actual slopes actually went down. There was one race in Niagara Falls where it was a one-time thing, and like between commercial breaks, yeah. we went up the ice track. And it was in commercial break, so nobody the, saw it. Up the hill? Up up the hill, up the ice track, and oh we had to, like, God. skate up. And I was, like, last place because I fell so many times. And then somebody, like, stuck out, like, a tall can of beer. And I just grabbed the tall can and just, like, crushed <laughs> it all over my helmet. And there was this photo. Somebody, luckily, um, one of the guys, the other Red Bull guys, their brother was, like, right there. Yeah. Snapped like a perfect amazing yeah that's always the best when like a picture comes about and you just i know yeah because i was like telling everybody oh this is what this happened and they're like oh really i can't see it and then luckily apparently those parties are crazy in quebec like after like that red bull hosts yeah i had a couple buddies back in nova scotia that went up to it and said it was just unbelievable yeah red bull they definitely know how to take care of you know their their people i think they they paid for our flights did they? Paid for our hotel. All the way from here. All the way from here, yeah. That all all the athletes. How many people from Vancouver? Ten. So ten people from each province. Ten people from each province. Yeah, yeah. That's wicked. Yeah. So how long is it up in Quebec? How is it like a, a long weekend? Uh, Wednesday until Sunday. So we get like practice. Wow. We get practice from Wednesday until Thursday and then qualifiers Friday, actual races on Saturday. That's legit. Yeah, you yeah. You hurt yourself? Oh yeah, I think uh, last year in Edmonton when it was held in Edmonton, I broke my. So you've finger. done it a couple years. Oh, I've done it for six years. Wow. Okay, yeah. sorry. Go back to the injuries. Oh yeah, last year or I think it might have been two years ago now in in Edmonton, I broke my pinky. Then I couldn't even qualify because I had to. You know, you have to wear equipment, and I couldn't put my glove on, no. which was like, oh man, so stupid. So you got to wear the full hockey getup. Yeah, got to. And I think about four years ago, maybe in Quebec City, I like shattered my. Uh, heal and I was like sent to a hospital I, like nobody spoke English and I was so you're just lost but it's yeah, worth it lo- yeah yeah oh definitely okay, that's a great experience because you can't you can only do that in your prime if you're like 30 40 it's like I don't know your yeah. body's taking a wear and tear. yeah yeah and that it's definitely a big tear I mean it's it's a lot of young people just yeah. kind of are you doing it this year oh no they have they have like a different kind of qualifying setup this year and okay. um and you know, I think I don't know. I'm not athletically, you know, at that. You're not there. <laughs> I'm not there anymore. So too many beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, let's talk about your, you know, your love for film, I guess, and writing. Where did it start? Like, I know it just didn't. You know, you must have had a love at a young age, or maybe it came later in life. But where did it like? What was that I think day like? It started. I used to live across from a movie theater. Oh yeah. And so, 
Um, I think like my mom, every time she just didn't want to see me, she just gave me like five bucks and no. I would just, That's what you know, rock, walk across the street yeah. and just, I remember watching A Knight's Tale like seven times in the movie theater. A Knight's Tale. That's a great, uh, soundtrack. It's a great it movie is. as well. Oh, yeah. That soundtrack is great. It's, it's classic. Yeah. It's amazing. And yeah, I watched that seven times and I was always, uh, you know, I was curious about like, you know, what's happening behind the camera, like who, like this can't everything i'm watching on screen can't just like magically occur like there has to be yeah you know some gears working so you know i got really interested in that and then i think um the this video game halo 2 came out and um i started making websites on it and then watching other people you know they capture videos of them like you know killing each other and then they add music to it like compilations montages so i was really interested in that and then i started making my own montages and then I people started requesting me to edit their footage for them and, you know, started paying me money. Mm. And I think they didn't know I was like 16 years old. And they're like, oh, hey, sorry for wasting your time. But, you know, can you make this video for me? And I'm like, yeah. That's weird. And so it just started from there. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And then 18 years old, I started like a little freelance video editing motion graphics yeah. kind of company, okay. like doing these video game videos. Mm. And so we got to travel to um, um, Dallas, Texas At to do. 18? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Sick. Yeah. We got to travel to Dallas, Texas for to do videos for Steel Series, the company Steel Series. So they okay. sent us down there, that's and it was do. yeah, yeah. I've always been jealous of people that like kind of found a love and a passion at such a young age and it's wicked how old are you now 24 so 24 and you found the love back at 16 or whenever it was and yeah still doing it That's i guess wicked. yeah i mean I, I missed out on a lot of high school because of it mm. you know i was 13 years old all the way to 17 mm. i went home every single day for lunch you know just uh you know a little bit of it was you know i was taking care of my grandmother along with my mother my mother and i were taking care of my grandmother so you know i'd cook her lunch and stuff but um most of the time i was just there to play video games didn't talk to girls like (laughs) ran away from girls didn't i would lie to my mom about high school dances you know she'd give me like here's the you know eight dollars and you're gonna go to the dance tonight and i was like yeah yeah so she'd give me the $8 and I would just like go to my friend's house and really? play video games. So looking yeah. back on that now, do you have some regret wishing that you wish you went to these dances and had a better high school experience or are you still happy? I don't know. I, I'm, st- I'm still happy. Yeah. I, I think at the time though, I was kind of like, oh man, I wish I could like, you know, like, oh man, I'm playing video games and I wish I could, you know, kiss a girl or something. Yeah. But you easily get over that after high school, you know. So work keeps you busy you don't even think about stuff oh yeah you know i think i think i would be a lot i'd be in a way different place than i was if i i think you know if i chased girls at a younger age or you know did all that kind of high school stuff yeah understandable um i noticed i was watching some of your your films today and one thing that just amazed me was um the locations of where you shot these places these films so was it you that did the the scouting for the locations or do you just know of these places because you, where did you say you grew up six hours outside of vancouver yeah yeah so is that like where yeah that's all is that you yeah yeah that's that's all where i'm from that's i've been there multiple times that's uh so i'm Tsarskotin. that's my native um heritage okay. so i've grown up on the reserve and i've grown up in these places okay so that's why you're so familiar with all yeah yeah oh yeah one scene in the movie clouds of autumn i think where they're catching the fish yeah 
that was a really cool scene. oh yeah like yeah the that. dip netting scene the yeah dip netting scene. so that's how that's how my people we get fish and like so the fish though the the guy was catching them so frequently so that river is there fish just going in that river all the oh, time yeah, yeah. he just put his, his and net yeah down. he get two at once like some nights we get up to 80 fish really yeah and we would usually is that a seasonal thing yeah seasonal so it's around from august to october august to october Okay, wow. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people from the community, they fish and they'll get like 80 fish. And then what they do is they give that out to the community, to like the elders who can't necessarily catch the fish on their own, you know? Do you need like a a license or anything to catch those fish? Yeah, you know, I can't say for sure. I don't want to be on the record, (laughs) but, you know, you might have to need a status card. amazing. I was amazed. Like the, the, the water looks so fresh and then all the fish jumping out of there, it's... That was yeah, really cool. I've never seen anything like that. It's it's a pretty cool thing that not a lot of people like yeah have seen. And putting it in that film, it was kind of like starting it off mm. with something that you haven't seen before. I think that's what I want to. I think that's what I want to be able to try to do in my films is like right away, mm. like the first things you see in the films or something you've never seen before. Yeah, you know, like that's to good. just engage because it's so hard to engage people. You know, at the start of a movie. Mm. That's really cool. I like that. Do you ever have any um, desires to shoot like a different genre of film? Or do you think you're at a stage in your career where you're just focused on one and you want to master one uh, one genre? Oh, I think man, now, no, definitely not, man. I've got like four um, film ideas, mm. all different genres. Well, I know that... you're a writer. So when you're writing these things, do you have like a script right now that's uh, to a different path? I'm, I'm collaborating with some writers right now. Okay. So I've written all my past stuff, but right now I think I'm uh, more focused on directing and collaborating with, you know, other artists and writers in particular. So, mm. so right now, yeah, just getting some scripts, you know, in, in, in the script phase and just kind of really, really sharpening the ideas that I have now yeah you say like you have these ideas and you obviously have a creative mind do you find yourself sometimes battling with people that you're uh, collaborating with with ideas that you guys you guys ever clash and then is that ever it's that's always been a trouble with me when I'm always in a creative mindset and someone else wants to contribute and I've always just, you know, fuck yeah. you, my way is the right way. Do you ever yeah. have that problem? You know, it's, you know, my, my first short film, The Blanketing, it was all me. Like, mm. it was completely all me. And I think I spread myself a bit too thin in mm. doing things. And, and it kind of shows. And Clouds Vodum, I collaborated with um, Matthew Taylor Blay. He's mm. a good friend, good filmmaker. And I think just the way we are, we kind of, we connected really well. Yeah in terms of our weaknesses and strengths. And I think that that is a healthy collaboration. You know, I think, you know, when you're butting heads with somebody, that's, you know, a way to get, that's not a way because it, it really, you know, you could think of something that they've never thought about. They could think of something you've never thought about. And as long as I think you're open, because at, at the start I was, you know, you know, I was being like, you know, it's my idea. This is my vision. And then, as I kind of started to collaborate with other people, I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, these guys like these guys are good. They've got some really good ideas. And and I think it, it just kind of naturally happens where, um, you know, 
people know boundaries and they usually if they're a good collaborator they mm. know not when to overstep their boundaries mm. like you know into your boundaries mm. and stuff so so that's something you've been learning as as you go just to try to yeah. let other people have their their say let you have your yeah, say yeah. and it creates one cool thing definitely cool. i mean i i directed for broadcast tv over the summer and mm. that was an even more bigger experience was that your first like national television directing yeah, job yeah 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 when was that that was you know i we scouted locations in march all the way to april and then shot it from april all the way to july i think being in vancouver makes that job a lot easier because vancouver is just so beautiful the landscape i haven't really been much outside of the city but flying in and like you're trying to describe to me about these movies just the landscape out there is yeah oh man yeah I, i haven't been outside yet but i gotta I gotta go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such such an important um, you know component to a lot of filmmaking out west. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know the there there's there's like a tangible connection between you know the people and like the land out here. Yeah. You know, and it's you know it shows in a lot of filmmaking and also I mean you know not just filmmaking, just you know people's love of you know hiking yeah. all, all of these recreational stuff absolutely and, and you know i think a lot of people take it for granted because i remember going to dallas when i was 18 and that was like the first time i was kind of leaving mm. you know leaving this kind of environment and i went to dallas and it was it was you know kind of it was flat dry and dry and and i was like oh man i kind of had anxiety and then coming back you know you know coming back and then you kind of you see the fog and then you see all these green trees and mountains yeah i felt so refreshed i was like yeah. oh man have you ever been to like california los angeles like in yeah once better, only better, once the same but yeah same i mean they've deal. got a drought and everything so it's oh man it's unbelievable unless you're up in like the beverly hills area you got green grass but when you're down on the like santa monica area yeah like dirt yeah dirt. i mean oh well that's we're, oh. we're here yeah, we're here, you know, I'm not well, complaining. Speaking of Los Angeles, that's where all like kind of the big wigs are, I guess, in the film industry. Is there anyone that you'd like desire to work with maybe in the future? Like, like who's like the biggest name you'd like love to collaborate with? Um, or not collaborate think, with, just like your work that you admire. Yeah, I think uh, cinematography wise, um, Emmanuel Lebezki uh, is definitely a huge. Who is that huge, again? He, he did, uh, he shot Children of Men, Gravity, um, Terrence and... Terrence Malick movies. Okay, He's definitely the way he captures, you know, people and environments mm. is totally like, you know, is such a huge inspiration for how I see my, you know, movie making. And you know, Alfon- uh, Alfonso Cuaron is a director who I'd really like to to meet. Mm. Um, Taika Waititi. I uh, he just directed the new Thor movie, and he is a big director down from New Zealand. I made I made a film in New Zealand with his wife. And I got to, you know, meet kind of that family and, and just everything he's doing. I, I haven't met him yet, but, you know, he's he's somebody who, you know, as an indigenous person, just like killing it out there. Wow. What's New Zealand like? Oh, man. New Zealand is is like it's 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 so similar to British Columbia. OK. Like landscape wise, but I just more exotic. Really? Yeah. Really warmer. Green? green oh, yeah. so green. And. Man, people there are so friendly. It's so chill. Do they have an Australian accent? Do they have the that? Yeah, they have that accent, but it's 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 totally it's like different? a different accent. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're always it's funny. Like all the Aussie people I've met, 
they're always like telling me that they hate the New Zealand accent, and then really? the New Zealanders, like the Kiwis, they're saying, "Oh man, the Aussie accent is ugly." Yeah, so beef. like they can they can totally under like really they can distinguish their accents. Yeah, but usually somebody if you never heard it, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. I gotta get down there. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't do well with long flights. Oh man, it's a long flight. Jeez. Where'd you fly? It to? is a long flight. Where's like where were the? I went from Vancouver to San Francisco, San Francisco to Auckland, and the San Francisco to Auckland. Oh man. Was a long one. Yeah, I can't even remember how long it was. I think I slept like I think I had like a full rotation of like sleep twice. You know. Really? Oh man, but the entertainment systems like they got it down pat, you know. You don't even you can be in economy and you've got like oh man, huge screens. I've it's noticed just... in flights when I was younger that I would like I've done Halifax to Vancouver when I was younger and I'd get a meal, but coming or going home for Christmas and coming back to Vancouver, no meal. Really? It took like 5 hour flight, nothing. Huh. You got to pay, you can buy food, but Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know. You get Yeah, and you, you even got to pay for like the little pretzels, crackers yeah. now like that you used to give is... up. It's just ridiculous. Oh, man, yeah, you know, airline food, you know? Then again, I only fly with Air Canada, so maybe, it, I don't know if WestJet maybe does it different or another airline. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Air Canada, I can't really, you know, give them a talk talk bad to them because they're sending me to Berlin. Woo, when are you going to Berlin? Uh, early next month, what yeah. Are you, what are you going there for? We uh, won an award with my film, Clouds of Autumn, through oh, their yeah. film festival. Sweet. So they're sending us to Berlin for five days wow. for the Berlinale Film Festival. How yeah. pumped are you? Oh, man. I'm I'm so stoked. So nervous, though. I got to, like, really... What I don't know, know any. I, I don't know any German. I don't know... You know, I got to get... Do you have to speak in know, front of anyone? No, no. But, yeah, I mean... Fine. <laughs> It'll be all right. Yeah, I so, guess so. So you just gonna? It's like a film festival. Yeah, yeah. So we get like a festival pass. Wicked. Gonna check How out many some days films. Uh, they're sending. They're covering us for five days, but I'm staying there for the whole festival. So it's like from February 9th to February 19th, ten days. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So five, and they're flying you back too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's sick. Have you ever been to what's the film festival up in Whistler? There or is it just Whistler? Film yeah, Whistler festival? Film Festival. Yeah. Have you been there before? Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, my film Clouds played there, and actually, I was there. Uh, in December, yeah, I went this past year. How's yeah. that film festival? Oh man, it's it's a great film festival because it's not like in a city, so everybody there, they don't like everybody is, um, uh, they're a lot more comfortable okay. with like speaking to you and kind of going that extra mile and trying to connect with other people because they don't, you know, it's you feel like you're on a vacation or you feel like yeah. you know you're not you're not. It's this magical place where everybody is just so, you know, happy to talk to you. So how do film festivals work? People from all over the world just submit to a film festival, just like someone would submit to like yeah. a South by Southwest in Austin. Yeah. Like, so that's just basically how it works. And then if you get accepted, they fly you out there and then you premiere your movie and then people try to buy it? Sometimes it matters how big the film festival is that they'll fly you out there. Okay. I mean, if you've got... You know, if we're talking short films, it's going to be less likely that they're going to fly you out. But okay. they might give you, uh, like Toronto, like one of the biggest ones in the world, Toronto International Film Festival. They gave us um, five hundred dollars okay. as just like to Food. be accepted in the festival. Yeah. Okay. But we had to pay for our own flights. Okay. And um, they'll give you money just like for like a hotel food. Yeah, like yeah. That, and so that's like the biggest one. The smaller ones, I mean, you know, it'll be it'll be pretty hard to. 
Sweet. you know, to get stuff. But if you're a feature film, you know, full movie, then that's and when the, the networks come. That's in. usually where you know things get a bit more serious, and mm. and they might fly you out there, or you know, if they're if you're opening the film festival, they'll probably fly you out there. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, you, you know, you submit the film. Uh, if you get accepted, you know, and then you can go there and attend it, and then you do a Q and A, mm. and you can, you know. Um, yeah definitely network with other people mm -hmm. and the thing about film festivals which it took me a while to learn and really not learn but realize is that there's all these producers who, who are you know looking to make a movie with people mm. that you know they're wanting to meet new people and wanting to meet new talent mm. and I went into film festivals like trying to pitch pitch ideas and movies and I was so nervous I was like oh man they're gonna think I'm it's so bad like I'm wasting their time yeah. And, you know, it took me a while to realize that, like, no, they, they're like, they're wanting people. They're like, okay, they please have a good idea. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think you should be as nervous as, you know, as, as it seems. Cause I was, man, I was so nervous. Oh yeah. Yeah. What was your fir first film festival? Uh, first film festival was 2013 Imaginative. Yeah. I and that's where, when we were doing our Disney background thing. I remember you telling me a story about Jake Gyllenhaal or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in Toronto. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> in Toronto International Film Festival. My first, that was 2013. Also, oh, this was is that was that no no imaginative is the uh uh it's like the biggest indigenous film festival in the world. Oh, okay, and I okay, went to okay. Toronto that same year. That, yeah, actually, wait, wait, no. Yeah, the blanketing, the blanketing. Oh man, I'm getting so confused now. Okay, yeah, the blanketing is in 2013. 2015 is when I went to Toronto. Yeah, I met um, him like so briefly. We were at this, um, this really like upscale party, oh, yeah. and it was something that it was like I've I've all these like women and all these dresses. I was like, whoa, I've never it's high class. I've high, never high seen society. this type of clothing, you know, yeah. in a party setting in real life before. How did you get in there? No offense. How did you get <laughs> well, in there? Well, because we got, because we were in the film festival, we got little passes. Oh, like so you'd you get. to go in. Yeah. That's so, yeah. And, Continue with the story. Um, yeah. So I was, uh, my friend Matt and his girlfriend, I think they were getting a drink or something. And I kind of saw this couch in this corner. It's like a U-shaped little corner with okay. couches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I sit down there and I'm kind of sprawl out because i'm just so tired it must be like you know one o'clock in the morning i'm like oh man and usually at these film festivals it's like free alcohol so so you know you're pretty nice, nice. you know <laughs> you don't have to elaborate you're pretty, yeah yeah so yeah free alcohol that's, that's all you need to say so yeah i was kind of sprawling there and uh you know i was kind of just you know my eyes were half open you know they're just like half glazed and then i see this other guy do the exact same thing <laughs> just on the other side um, of this little, you know, couch and I like look at him and then he like, he looks at me and I'm like, it took me, like, I didn't say anything because I couldn't believe who it was. Yeah. And then he like looked at me and he's like, Hey, you having a good night? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. That's and like, that's all I could say. And then by the time, you know, I was like thinking of something to say yeah. or just grasping what's happening and who it was Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, like a posse of people kind of came over yeah. and they kind of. That's took funny. over the area yeah so i guess it was like him just finally being free for that split second <laughs> but yeah no it You'll was never know who you're running into. i know right yeah that's these film festivals is is cool because everybody you know it's a lot a lot of media and tv they make it seem like these people are so 
like on a touch just like not real people yeah they're like from an alien planet of celebrities and yet when you go to these film festivals there's people they're just we're all we're all like you know all 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 in the same boat you know yeah except you just see him on tv more you know i think they're (laughs) all just they're all just trying to make art they're trying to do their jobs you know make a living i had a question i was gonna ask you um, oh yeah the use of cgi i don't mm. know if that interests you at all or if that's even like remotely close to what you think about it on a day-to-day basis but i was watching a ted talk the other day on uh john favreau and how he just finished the the jungle book oh yeah and how there's a lot of people working behind the scenes to make sure that you don't see their work meaning that there's a lot of people working on cgi to almost create actors and I just wanted to get your perspective on what you think, like almost what film will be in the next 10 years, knowing that, you know, with virtual reality and things yeah. like that, what do you think film will be in the next 10 years with virtual reality and things like yeah, this? Yeah, that's, um, you know, CGI. I, I like, I really enjoy CGI when, when, you know, it's used properly and, you know, without, it's not like an overstimulization of cgi the jungle book like used it Mm. you know very well there's like david fincher his movies where you know it's just subtle things that are changed um you know just like you know the background or little pieces of houses Mm. that that you know blend so well you can't even notice um yeah cgi i definitely i mean my dream is to work in like you know to do big sci-fi movies so i think you know cgi is definitely you know a huge part of that and i haven't worked i've worked with cgi once on a small tiny little film i don't you know you can't you can't even count it cgi really it's just motion graphics where you know one of my buddies kind of made like a ufo in the sky but that's about it do you know how to work cgi like um yeah i've i've uh was self-taught on adobe after effects like motion graphics and all that kind of stuff so you know the the kind of the basics not necessarily like actual 3d models yeah well yeah somewhat 3d models but um yeah a lot of motion graphics i know a lot of guys who you know are into you know all the uh the cgi stuff and cool. yeah it's good to know do you think film will always need a human characteristic though in a, oh in man a movie? yeah you that's never, you don't that's think it'll get to a point where it just takes it over oh man it's so over. hard to you know to know because virtual reality man is going to change things like drastically i think i think in the next 10 15 years when you have like a non c like you know 15 years like a non cgi fully natural like big movie that's going to be like a big thing you know Mm. you know with virtual reality they're like the it's so endless you can be you can like change your change who your movie star is mid movie or you know just you know interact with it in a whole different way i think i think like you know shooting an actual like shooting on actual film using real people no cgi Mm. is gonna be is gonna be like a it's gonna be a rare thing in the next like you know 15 years for a big movie i think well if you if you look at avatar that was the one that really like got me interested in it yeah it's just unbelievable oh man yeah I, that was my first 3d experience and oh man that like that first shot of you know that little water molecule and then it like oh and yeah then it goes yeah, into yeah, him yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. whoa and just like exploring that world for the first time yeah. like i mean people rag on that movie you know top, top five something selling grossing movies of all time i mean i mean you know like the storyline is like eh, but the whole 
I think you know the entire experience. It was an it was an experience. I think it was a pivot that I, in the movie game. It was just like, oh, this is this can be done. Yeah, yeah, and it was oh man, that experience. I'll I'll definitely never forget it. You know what I love watching on um, YouTube is like behind the scenes of how movies are made. And I know that you were on Star Trek. You were a background on the movie Star. What what one was it? Uh, Beyond. So what yeah. was the what? What do you notice the difference between being on these massive movie sets compared to like a Disney movie of the week? Like there's a, obviously a huge yeah. comparison. You know you know what are they? Like, yeah what yeah. Do you, What's so, the best thing about you know being on a big set? I oh guess, man, I think uh, yeah, with background, um, background acting is I, well, it's so fun getting to dress up. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Oh man, I I love I love that rush though. I love that adrenaline rush of mm-hmm. like all of these people just going and getting it done. Do you get that same rush from being on a smaller set, or do you only get that rush from being? On oh a, yeah, on I get it. I get set. it on the smaller set. So as you well. just love being around the cameras, yeah. the lights, the energy, the, the everything. That's yeah, what yeah. It's it's, it. it's just you know the co- collaboration of you know these people, whether it's five people yeah. or you know a hundred people. It's yeah. um, you know we were talking about my Red Bull stuff yeah. and like. That's now how I get my adrenaline rush is, you know, being on set and just like getting it done. And yeah. like, you know, these movies where, you know, if you mess up, then like the whole movie goes, yeah. you know, down the drain. And that is what keeps me going. That's so I think, yeah, the big movies like Star Trek, that was a really cool experience because I was like out the shot I was in. They kind of picked me out of the crowd. I was like holding a briefcase. That's usually how it works. Yeah, yeah. I was like holding a briefcase, and then some. You know, one of the wranglers, when it, like uh, he kind of came up to me. Yeah. yeah, he 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 came up to me and he like pointed at me. He's like, "Hey, you, come over here." And then I gave him my briefcase, and then he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna you're you're gonna stand in between these two two ladies." <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay." <laughs> And then the shot turned out to be like, you know, the actual camera just right five right there. centimeters in front of my face like this. Yeah. And my thinking, I was like, holy crap, this is like an actual hundred yeah. million dollar Hollywood movie. And the camera's right, right here in my face. And one, you you got on the shot and two, you made the edit. So yeah, that's a, I guess. Yeah. Thing. And like you could have been there and they could have just chopped that out. Like, fuck which, this you, guy. which, which is what usually happens. And then you made the you go to the film and you, like, did they tell you or did you just see them? No, I, like, I just saw the shit. movie. Yeah. It just kind of came out of nowhere. And like during the actual shooting, you know, I had to kind of talk up these girls and yeah. like flirt with them. And it took me four <laughs> different takes to do it because i remember like i was so nervous and these two girls were like you know actual actresses so yeah. i usually just do background just to be around you know and just watch the director so to actually do acting in front of like you know like all of the all of the um like the camera is just right there in my face and yeah. just on me so yeah and it took four different takes and i remember the ad the assistant director he's like hey man come on like <laughs> You know, do you, do, yeah, like, do you know how to talk up girls? Do you know how to flirt with the girls? And there was like 90 people that were waiting for me to get it right. And you're just and like, no, I didn't even go to a high school dance. So yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know how. Teach me. Yeah. And I even remember the two girls, they were like looking at each other as I was in front, I was in between them. And they're like, oh, he like, oh, he's so nervous. And I was like, oh, shit, come on. I'm not that nervous. Well, that's awesome, man. You got on a big set. It's amazing. Your friends must have been messaging you like, "Hey, we saw you in the movie." Yeah, yeah. I, I've had I had that happen on uh, Fifty Shades of Grey where you were in some the Fifty of Shades of Grey. Yeah, just for you know, you know, like five seconds. But so a they lot shot of our, that in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, new ones being shot here too. Uh, like the yeah. Speaking of like getting cut from the World of Warcraft movie, there must have been like three hundred of us one day, like all in knights armor. 
and everything and yet they took that out of the movie yeah Yeah. funny story on world of warcraft um is uh i i think i might have told you this when we when we first met is i got i got a call from an attorney okay from legendary pictures down in la yeah and so that started because you know usually on these huge movies you get like you have to sign ndas and which means you know if you take a picture like you can't post it or else okay, like okay. Oh, things will get serious so you did something. so yeah I, I you know i was looking like really cool with this like you know armor and i was I had a sword and a helmet and i was like oh man okay i gotta take one photo so i took one photo in like the porta potty bathroom mirror <laughs> and at, like 15 hours later like because it was like a 14 hour day it just in the sun all day and it yeah. was oh man i was like i was just not in the right headspace yeah. and you know i was back home it was like two o'clock in the morning and, I, and I, I just posted it and i used hashtags and everything yeah oh man you got and yeah you know it wasn't two o'clock maybe it might have been at midnight and even at midnight like two minutes later i got a call from like my background agent yeah. and she's like what the hell are you doing why did you just post that photo on instagram and i was like oh yeah oh crap sorry sorry okay i'm gonna take it off <laughs> And then she's like, okay, take it off. But why did you do it? And I was like, I don't know why. And then she said, well, you better have a better idea because an attorney is about to call you in like two minutes. Fuck. And I was like, oh shit. So I like deleted it. And then I like waited. And then my phone starts <laughs> it's the to worst like vibrate. You know it's coming. I know. So- yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just waiting there looking at it. And then my phone starts to like ring. And then I, I look and it says like Los Angeles, California with an LA number. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to get sued. I was like, I I legit thought I was going to get sued. And like, you know, yeah. they were going to sue me for, I don't even, because, you know, I've, ne- I've never had that happen. I don't know what happens. And so I like picked up the phone and it was like this, this, you can tell, you can, sometimes you can just tell by their voice that they're like, five foot one or like they're just a really small <laughs> woman small man syndrome yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah it was, yeah and there's this woman and she had like the tiniest sweetest voice and she's like she's like hi is this trevor mac and i was like yeah yeah it's me sorry i've deleted it off everything it's not on my phone i've it's it's completely gone and she was like okay um uh well i'm an attorney at legendary pictures and i'd appreciate it if you don't post photos anymore and i was like yeah yeah don't worry and she's like okay bye and then that's it and I was like, oh, man, are, am I going to get like a letter in the mail? Am I going to get sued or something? And then my agent called me back and she's like, you know, this she's like, we're never talking about this. Um, and apparently my agent told me that they they traced like the photo into like other different websites. Because oh, I guess, you know, they saved the photo and all these other websites posted it, you know, yeah, these yeah, fan yeah. fan fan sites. And yeah. And then after that. I got all these weird followers on Instagram and Twitter yeah. like that I wouldn't have usually gotten. Yeah. Like um, World of Warcraft fan one and like... That is a big following that franchise. Yeah, but then what I think it was was all of these like studios, they they hire people to monitor like social media accounts. Oh, like and during I'm, the shooting. So during the shooting, no yeah, yeah. Stuff so like I think that. that's what it was. Like all okay. these accounts started following me and I was like, oh, these guys are like keeping an eye on me to see if I post Sneaky anything. Sneaky fuckers. Those oh, guys... Man. That's crazy. Yeah. And like even on Star Trek. How, how long until you posted it did you get the call? Like two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And even on Star Trek. That's kind of creepy. On Star Trek, they actually put like a sticker over your cameras. It's like a red sticker. Really? And then if you take the sticker off, yeah. it like changes color to like green or blue. So then at the end of the day, 
um, I don't know if you've had to do this yet, but at the end of the day, you know, you show you show your you know your, your, your wranglers, phones. you show them you show them your camera to show that you've never taken off the sticker, and if you've and if it shows that you've taken off the sticker, they'll like look through your phone. And that's on the contract, yeah. Yeah, that's them. in the NDA. Like you sign it, so they're allowed to do that. You Jesus, know, it's man. man, they it's serious business. There's a lot of money that goes into these movies. I yeah, guess, and one person could take a photo of like an outfit, and then there goes the the whole secret. You know, like imagine Star Wars. Can you imagine like them making Star Wars, and then like someone takes a picture, one of person, movie. yeah, a new outfit, yeah. Like it just takes out one person. It's true, you don't for even like think about a two hundred like million dollar movie. Everybody's paparazzi. Yeah, everyone can take a picture of anything at any time, at any moment, at any second. Yeah, I, yeah. See, I think that person would probably get sued. You know, taking a photo of like Darth yeah. Vader and the new like the new Star Wars hasn't even been announced yet. Can you imagine that? All the lurkers oh, online that are just waiting for someone to slip up. Yeah, like yeah. On set. And just instantly save the photo and just like posted everywhere the movie industry it's interesting to me it's something i'm new to i, I love learning about it but it's it, there's so many angles it can go it, it's very rewarding mm-hmm. it's a great satisfying feeling if you get something accomplished yeah it's just it's something i've never been a part of that made me feel other than sports that makes me feel so good once you get yeah something done. see see that's i'm wondering if it might be the same thing with you like the, do you get that like adrenaline rush on set like kind of uh, that same feeling with i do get sports the, i do i do i do um I'm I'm like you in a sense that I love being on sets to learn. I'm not really a huge thing, a, a huge fan of the background stuff, but I love being just on the sets and learning and watching and things like that. Like I don't, I could care less about me walking behind the main character. It's not really a big deal to me. But yeah. watching the directors, watching the producers, watching how it's done, yeah, that's it. Definitely gets me excited. Just the way sports got me excited when I was yeah. at a game or something like that. Because you, every game you you learn something. Every single time you're on a set, you learn something. Yeah. It's it's always. Uh, yeah, that's what, what life's I, about, I guess. You just I feel learn. with what we you know, I've just kind of done background with in all, in all the big movies, and and I always felt that like you know you wait in the green room, like you know you've experienced like we you just kind of usually with background, mm. it's it's like hurry up and wait, you know you wait in a green room for five hours, yeah. and then you get like sent out there, and then like right when you get sent out there, I almost feel like you know like you're getting ready for war or you're yeah. going on that shift on hockey like yeah. let's say you're a fourth liner and they're like hey yeah. Trevor, get out there and that's you're a like great way to describe a background actor as a yeah. fourth liner for yeah. a hockey team that's a very good but i think that's good i think that if you're getting excited and you're getting nervous about something that you're going into i think that's a good sign that you're on the right track yeah. of doing something that you love because you you know you're you're nervous about it yeah. if you were going into a something that you didn't really care about and you're not getting nervous if you're making a pizza out of pizza hut and you don't get excited about it and you don't love your job, you're like, ah, fuck it. But yeah, if yeah. you're on set and you're doing something that you get excited and you want to learn more, I think that's a good sign. Yeah, so, exactly. So that must have been the feeling you got when you were 16, 18 years old and you're still doing it yeah. today. Oh, yeah. I, I just kind of, last night, I, you know, coincidentally, I was like thinking about, you know, my career and I was like, oh, man, like we, I for the fir- for the first time in my life last night, I actually was like contemplating like what if I fail like what if you know everything I've done so far like what if I just become like you know a construction worker and you know not that it's It's bad it's It's just not like one of my passions and I I was like wow like I could this could all be like what if I just what if I'm just one of those persons that failed you know like for every successful person in filmmaking there's thousand if not more people who have failed and i'm like man what if i become one of those people that fail and then i think after you know after sitting on it you know just as you said i was like thinking back of like you know the feelings i was getting and uh you know 
what what I've done so far and I was like oh, you know what I think I think I you know it's not something that I'd be bored with or I would lose passion mm. I think you know the only thing that would you know I'm, I'm really optimistic and I think the only thing that would you know determine you know where where I go in my career is like is myself and my positive outlook and like you know the only thing that will hinder that would be you know myself like quitting yeah you know so I think you know yeah in this industry you also yeah you have to love it but also you know it got to be extremely tough skin and passionate about it you know there's i've been you know i've I've landscaped before for summers and there's people that cut grass wake up at 5 a.m and just love it oh yeah love what they do yeah yeah i I did roofing roofing for two years i mean some of the guys there like there's you know they're so happy like they just love it and i mean you know there's a lot of guys you know they get paid a lot of money to do i i mean i didn't enjoy it you know it was just something that it was like you and a lot of other people trust me it's a rare breed the people that love the roof yeah so you know but hey if you find something you love and you got the passion for it that's that's really i mean it sounds cliche but you know you you really have to be on a different level than anybody else i think like you have to be a little crazy you have to be a little yeah so you got to be a little tapped in the head to yeah definitely i mean like no like no normal person is going to be like, yeah, I'm going to, well, you know, that's what like, you know, with, with, with what you did when I first met you, that was like your first day in Vancouver and you're, yeah. and I was like, oh, so, you know, like, why did you, do you have family here? You know, like you're just kind of here and then you were just like, no, I'm, I'm here because I want to do acting and I, I'm, I'm here because of a specific goal. And I was like, oh man, I respect that. Like yeah. you just, you just did it. Like I that's, think, yeah, I think the problem with that though, with a lot of people in today's world is they don't. They look at the big picture. They think, okay, here's where I am now, and here's where Will Smith is. Like, how the hell am I gonna do that? Yeah. They, they look. They, it's brick by brick by brick by brick yeah. by brick. And then they get scared of the big picture. I think. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's my experience. Yeah. When I talk to a lot of people about the industry, and I'm not saying I'm gonna be anything like Will Smith. I, I don't. I have no desire to be that. I just want to make my own. You know, create my own. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lane, I guess like that, and just keep working. Yeah. Well, I think that's like a lot of people. They see you know being a celebrity or being successful as like an end goal Mm. but it's usually it's like you know with what you're doing now with what i'm doing like that's that's the process like this is what and if you enjoy it Mm. then and you keep doing it like that should be is what you define as successful you know like um you know walking on (coughs) walking on the red carpet i mean doing a premiere movie i mean it probably is amazing but like if you are just doing it just for that that you know yeah. i don't think exactly. you're either just going to be like a one-hit wonder you're just not going to get there you that's know? one thing i don't like about the industry is that a lot of people that i've met are there for the wrong reasons it's like i'm trying to have a conversation with someone and they're just talking about someone else that's doing it someone else that's made it someone else and i don't like that it's hard for me to to hold a conversation with someone in those green rooms or yeah yeah that's one thing i've yeah. kind of been skeptical about that i'm not really a fan of the people that are in the industry mm-hmm. but you yeah, know, it, it, you got to take the good with the bad. It's, yeah, you know, like um, if if people are just going into one thing just to like be famous or something, those are usually like I I like to think of those people as like they were kind of you know I mean I'm just kind of making a you know ignorant call, but like like people like Lindsay Lohan or something you know like mm. that have just crashed and burned, mm. you know, just completely wanting to get into it for one reason. And um, yeah, know. I know that's a good. Sorry, hey, 
My girlfriend just came home, interrupted the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How was the walk? It's good. Um, we got serious there. Let's what? Let's <laughs> yeah, get over, let's get over that the was like, that was stuff. man, that was deep, but hey, that's it's the truth. People it is, yeah, it. yeah. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you do for hobbies other than the Red Bull crash dice? I know you hockey, lacrosse, uh, so. hockey, lacrosse. Um, just kind of play a ton of video games right now. I'm really big into racing. What do you mean like to racing? watch? Like, uh, like running? For, no, like Formula One, like oh, auto yeah? sport. Um, <coughs> My buddies are getting into that. The yeah, Lewis Hamilton. Lewis guy? Hamilton. Yeah, he's, he's like turning people on to it. Yeah, he's kind of like the superstar. Is he? Um, he's, the, he's the Bieber of racing. He, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's got like three world championships. He's pretty much like he's worth the hype. Like he's gonna be considered like one of the best ever. Does he race in Europe or in the states? Oh, or both? It's it's like a world championship. Oh, you know, every year they have twenty two races. Okay. It's all over the world. Yeah. And so it's called Formula One racing. Yeah, that's and kind that's of like the in pinnacle. Europe and in the states and in like Every, just everywhere. Yeah, Australia. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and um, there's like a Canadian. There's a Canadian kid, 17 years old, who's gonna be in it next year. I want to know so. how to be good at that sport. Cause you, do you lift? You go to the oh, gym. Man. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, that's you, the thing. Most know, of like, these guys, they've been like karting, like doing go karts since they were like three years old. And that's how you. Okay, yeah. So it's like sense. the same thing, kind of with sense. hockey. You know, all those guys yeah. have been skating since they were three, four. Like these guys, they have like they have uh, karting and. Um, you know dirt bikes and like all that stuff and yeah a lot of them like well you know a lot of formula one guys their parents are really well off like uh, yeah, that makes sense. you know so there's only a few actually i'm pretty sure like lewis hamilton he can't he didn't come from um like a rich family so, where's he from what country oh he's from uh he's from england and his dad is from like granada or something okay like this small little country so yeah he's kind of like a rags to riches kind of story really yeah that's always nice to hear yeah and he's yeah he's pretty cool um the the sport is 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 really entertaining. I'm getting into that and MotoGP, like the motorcycles. What's, what's MotoGP? The motorcycles. Motorcycle. The, like you know the Formula One equivalent of motorcycles. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't Michael Jordan have it? Doesn't he have a a rider? He sponsors someone with Jordan. You might not know. Maybe I, I mean, don't. I don't either. know. Yeah. Because I know Michael Jordan. He's into to that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what about UFC? Are you into UFC? I was into UFC just like on my later years of high school. Really? And like, you know, just after that. I've so right now. Yeah, you go, you go. I mean, right now I've, I've, I've kind of been following what's been happening, you know, like Conor McGregor. Well, that's and, what's turned me on to it. Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And uh, what's her name that just got destroyed in 48 seconds? Yeah, Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Rousey. She wants to get into the acting business. Oh, she I wouldn't doubt it. She wants to get it. into Hollywood. Well, she was in... Uh, she was in the um, what's that one Entourage movie? movie? Entourage, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to um, the Joe Rogan podcast the other day, and they were saying that Hollywood's not going to want her because she's irrelevant. Like they're not going to take her for her acting skills because she can't act. What Hollywood would take her for is her winning personality, and the but she hasn't won in the past two fights. So he was saying that they're just not going to to accept her. So uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens with her. Hollywood's taken worse people and you know made them stars so oj simpson <laughs> yeah so i think i think i think she's she's got a good track yeah. record i think she'll be pretty good being that, like i can see her being like a lot of like villains yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, like yeah. fight oh, movies yeah. i never thought of that she'd be like a good yeah but this mcgregor guy the way he talks and the way he backs it up and oh, oh man. man he's 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 a showman he's a good he's an entertainer man he's he's got it all yeah he's uh He's, fuck, he's he's got it all. I mean, what I'm interested is if um you know there's all that talk about like Floyd Mayweather 
and that's him all, fighting. Like, is, is that just all? I think that there's a lot of money and a lot of ego in that conversation. Oh yeah. And oh man. I, I mean, those I, those guys, guys are guys love money and th- their own status. And I think that would that could fight you, would be a lot of money. And could you imagine if one of them? I, I feel like this fighting stuff and like the hype up to it is the same thing as politics. They just hype it up, and then at the end of it, they hug each other, and then it's yeah. all fun, fun and games. Yeah, yeah. And they all get a hundred million dollar paycheck. Yeah. Well, th- you know that's it's, the thing. Like all of these fighters have come out like years after yeah. uh, of them like smack talking their opponents, and they're like, and like ten years later, like, oh yeah, we just did that because we just wanted yeah. to promote the fight. I don't blame them either. If I was in their position, I'd do the same thing. Oh man, yeah. The payday I mean, they're getting. Yeah, yeah. It's you know. In the end, it's it's entertainment for people. You know, that's what they want. That's what they. It's supply and demand. And, They're acting. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> like know? it's. I mean, politics is acting. Yeah, you know, it's all. That's crazy. There's though. people. People. Yeah. There's a lot of acting that happens outside of like yeah. movie making that you know a lot of people need to. <laughs> yeah. You know, take notice of. What's a new movie that's coming out right now that you want to see? Oh, oh, um, oh, man! I just watched La La Land, that musical, which that was, won some stuff. At yeah, the, yeah, Golden Globes last night. Yeah, that was oh man, was that movie was. Um, I We're, think you would really love it. It's it's this kind of fantasy musical about these two young people trying to make it. One's trying to make it in Hollywood. One's trying to be like is a struggling like. Can I jazz. ask you a question? And almost cut you off. If I'm not a fan of musicals, would I still like it? Maybe I think is be, it a good story? It's a really good story, and I think what's gonna turn a lot of people on about the movie is th- they're not like they're not like musical actors, you know? They're not like what does that mean? Like like, like flamboyant and oh, just yeah. really out there. Like Ryan Gosling, he's a chill dude, yeah. and the way he sings and plays piano, it's like really chill. All right. And I think like that's like Damien Chazelle. He's a young dude. He's like twenty nine or thirty, and he like wrote it and directed it, and it's kind of about. It's kind of about like what we've been talking about, like just trying to get into the industry, trying to like what that means, what being successful means. Okay. I'll, I'll, oh man. And I like, can't make any promises, but also if she wants to well, go see oh, it, she, we'll go. I mean, she'll love it. There Sarah, you go. Sarah, you perfect... want to go see La La Land? All right. We're yeah. Gonna go see it. There you go. Perfect date movie. You'll be, you'll be um, considered a good man. My, was your, did I ask you what your favorite movie of all time is? No. What's your favorite movie of all time? Children of Men. Children of movie Men. Of so what's time. that about? So this is it. It's based off a novel. I haven't read the novel. I really want to read it. But the the story is, it's like 2000, 2027 and all women on the planet can't have babies. Oh, so like is the world overpopulated. It's it could be. It's like world population. Is it pollution? Okay, is it like okay. radiation? Is it the food? So nobody like knows why people can't have babies, and it's been like 19 years okay. since the last baby has been born, and it just kind of goes from there. And okay. it's like, oh man, it's it's. I'm I'm really big into dystopian stuff, okay. dystopian kind of futures and stuff. I don't know what dystopian means. What is it's that? It's like mean? a kind of it's like a bleak look at the future. Bleak like look bleak. At the it's just like oh everything's gone to shit pretty okay. much that's like dystopian like nobody's got rights okay there's no freedoms the government is like you know author- authoritarian a, a, a fascist let's just say that but like not necessarily fascist but just it's all gone to shit in the future that's essentially dystopian okay yeah i'm always in the look for a good movie oh man it's, i've gone it's through incredible. netflix i've yeah 
there's there's like it's it's really famous for these like two shots like one shot is six minutes c- continuous take oh, yeah. of like this war zone happening and it's and it's this guy kind of running through everything and it's one continuous shot and then there's this other one it's like a two minute shot of like them in the car and yeah. like stuff crazy stuff is happening it's oh wow. man you you would i think you'd really like it yeah I saw Fences with Denzel Washington over oh, really? the holidays. A lot of dialogue because it was a play before on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, it was a play. And uh, it was slow, but it was a good story. It was a good story. had yeah. great actors, so I could give it a good movie. Yeah. But for the average ADD teenager, ADD, yeah. Yeah. Going out to see it, I could see people being like, all right, I'm getting out of here because it's not. Because mm-hmm. you'd be you'd walk into the movie. And there'd be a scene in the living room, and the scene in the living room would be 12 minutes. Yeah. They wouldn't cut to another shot. So there's a lot of yeah. dialogue, a lot of paying attention. Yeah. So, but it was a great story. Denzel oh, Washington did really good. I don't know if he won any Globe and, or Globe. No, he nominated, though, yeah. He did, but he didn't He was win. nominated. He didn't win, though. But he, What was yeah. he nominated in? Best, uh, best actor, maybe? Actor. And then Gosling won that. Right? Gosling, I think, won that, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's... that's, that's a funny thing because what I think like big blockbuster movies are headed to, yeah. you know, you're talking about like these big long scenes. Like, did you watch the latest Star Wars? Yeah, I did. Rogue One. Yeah, I, I, you know, it was a pretty good movie. What I saw, what I noticed was like these big blockbuster movies. They don't, um, you know, you don't have like a slow campfire scene anymore where you get to know your characters. It's just like, boom, we're at this planet. Okay, boom, we're at this planet now. Oh crap, we got we got to go to this planet. Yeah. Okay, we're we're off to this place. And, like, I think, you know, I think that's, like, a testament of, like, our society, you know, like, just yeah. instant gratification, phones, okay, oh, this, 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 and I think, like, yeah. our movies reflect that. Do you think that the film industry is putting a lot of money into consumer behavior by looking at what these kids and what these, you know, the genre, the target audience for these films, do you think that they're paying attention to the to the society that we live in with people on their phones on oh, yeah. instagram on snapchat do you think they're relating that those topics into movies oh yeah man i totally think like these man these like huge hollywood movies man they have like focus groups algorithms really? it's like it's you know it is a business in the end and these guys are paid the big money to sell you stuff and you know when all these big movies are are being made you they think about what what the what, you know the the action figures, the, you know, just franchising. I was even talking to a producer in Toronto and now when, when people are pitching movies, mm. they think about what the little icon on Netflix is going to look like when they pitch a movie. Like really? that's, that's how much they're thinking into the future of like, wow. okay, so we're going to make this movie, but, <coughs> but what is it going to look like on Netflix when it's got that little icon? Like, is mm. that going to be wow. attractive? That's the game. Now. That's yeah. The game is a step ahead of what you think it is. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. If you know about it, there's, it's a head, two steps ahead. That's why in this industry, like you, you have to be that ahead, you know, you can't, it's not just, Oh, I want to make a movie now. It's like, okay, I want to make a movie. I have to design the poster. I have to do the trailer. I have to get all these followers. Mm. I have to get all this interest mm. like before, you know, if so you, when you talk about the things that you just talked about, is that the director's job? Or do other people have these jobs for the, the print of the movie? The, well, like, yeah. Well, I mean, the, you know, the bigger the bigger movies you get, it'll be other people. But man, like when, when you're by yourself or you got like three people, mm. you have to do all of that. I mean, I've, I've designed all my posters. I've edited all my movies. Mm. I've... But when I, you get to a larger scale, that's when it's... Yeah, yeah. But I think for me, I'd still really want to be a part of that. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I would still want to have control over, like, oh, a yeah. like a trailer that's made and stuff. But, yeah, man, like, you know, I think in 
when you're just starting out, like that's what wasn't taught to me in film school was that like you have to be everything, you know, like it's, that's what I'm learning now. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the so lesson to, I'm learning to definitely now. stand out. I mean, you really have to like self-teach your stuff, mm. self-teach, you know, yourself everything. Well, with today's world, you can shoot a short movie on your iPhone. Yeah, you know, and yeah, you, yeah. you got to shoot that, and then someone will see it, and then I feel like that's how you do it. I feel that writing a script just isn't enough anymore. I feel that you have to take a script, condense it into a short, shoot the short, and then someone that has money that wants to produce it will see that. Yeah, I, that's what I feel. That's what I feel. Yeah, yeah. Where that's are what. Going. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. Doing going that r- route is is making a little short film. Com- proof of concept for their big movie Hmm. and you know once people are like whoa that's a really good short film and then you can reply with yeah i got the full script right here let's make it made let's get it made and that's what a lot a lot of people are doing so i'm not wrong when i say that no no definitely not ask me what my favorite movie is yeah what's your favorite movie chef john favreau no way i haven't seen that movie such i love you must love i love food i love cooking movies i love john favreau i'm not honestly a huge fan of like iron man and all that I, i don't like big blockbusters i like yeah. small like swingers two hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget one of yeah. my favorite movies of all time chef was a five million dollar budget movie yeah just, just i love movies that make you feel good and then add good food and then add a good uh cast yeah add good music yeah and of course a good story and i don't know let's just, oh, man, just okay. I, I'll, I'll watch that once a week that film I oh i gotta wa- i gotta watch you that haven't seen film. it i haven't seen it no oh man you just watch it yeah just I will, yeah. It's, uh, it's I think you would, it would really make me want to get, like, want to be a better cook, I feel. Like, just really appreciate food more. Yeah. Or is it kind of like that? Is it is. It kinda... It's, well, the food that he's cooking. Like, I don't want to tell you the story, oh, okay. but he's a, he's a big chef, and he's in a high restaurant, so the food that he cooks is it's very high class yeah. food. Yeah. Oh, does he get, like, fired or something? I don't want to tell Okay. You. Oh, I, I think, film. okay, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a very, very good film. But, yeah, it makes you want to cook. If you watch it stoned, it's not a good thing to watch because oh, yeah. you just want to go to the grocery store <laughs> oh, and buy man. everything. But it's, yeah. a great, uh, it's a great flick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, watch man. it. What time, what time is this thing at you're going to tonight? Oh, uh, let's see. I don't know. It's six thirty. I think. I think it's. I think it starts at eight. Are you going to like a buddy's house before? Yeah. Uh, in about. Where is it? Oh, it's just downtown at the rickshaw. So it's on uh, Hastings. Hastings in Maine. I know Hastings. Oh yeah, okay. it's kind of it's kind of near where you know the right. infamous Hastings. Yeah, yeah. yeah East Thank Hastings God is. I got out of that street, man. Oh my God, it's amazing now going on the bus that you don't have to deal with that crowd. Because remember, I lived at the top of Hastings, and I yeah. just jump on the 14, yeah. and all the stranglers would just come with you. But now I'm in Kits, and it's just like a younger, hipper community. Yeah, you know. You know, but it's out of sight, out of mind. But at the same time, it's like, oh man, there's a bad part of Vancouver going down right now. Yeah. Oh man, it's 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 not good. Yeah. Who's playing again? What's his name? It's this guy named Kyle Morton. He's um he's a uh, lead singer of a band called Typhoon, which is like this big Typhoon fourteen piece, like big folk folk music, folk rock kind of really good feel good music. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's I, that's all I got to say. If unless you, unless you want to like you want to plug your social media. Oh yeah, I mean uh, I I'm just uh, just on Twitter, Instagram is Trevor Mac twenty two. You know, that's my hockey number, so... Is it? That's mine, too, hockey. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22. 22. Oh, look at that. There you go, buddy. 22. <laughs> what is it that you have... 
Instagram, Twitter, that's it. Instagram, Twitter, yeah, yeah. And I guess, yeah, that's usually just kind of what I use. Yeah. Just type in Trevor Mack on Google. You'll see him. <laughs> yeah, All right. Well, yeah. thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, You're no the man. Problem. Thanks for having me, man. You're welcome to come back anytime. Like, honestly, like we could have repeat guests. Like, I'm looking to do this for like a long time. Yeah. You're the first one, so this is a big deal. Yeah, hey, I'm honored. Hey, honored man. to be the first one. This is awesome. But like, if you know of anyone else that wants to come on, just let me know. Like, I'm yeah. trying to network out here and get anyone to come on. So just let me know. Yeah. Anyone in the film industry, anyone in the lacrosse, hockey, sports, you name it. Amen. What's his name? The guy that you're Will going do. to see, Typh- Typhoon. Typhoon. The guy, if he wants to come on, let him. Yeah. Tell him. Tell him tonight. You can come on. Yeah. After his show. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I'll be in bed tonight. But yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. This is the Locals Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. I'm signing out. See you later.